Hello and good evening. My name is Kyle Eric, and this is A for Abled. Continuing our discussion with essential workers in this time of uncertainty, this basically this crazy movie that we're in, uh, tonight we'll be talking to an employee by the name of Mark, and he is not only one of my best friends, my brothers, you know, since... Well, it's been a it's been a long time. Let's put it that way. Um, we've been through a lot, but he is also a father, husband, and a trucker. And tonight's conversation, I just wanted to get his input on how um, you know how people in his occupation are being treated. How has the pandemic and COVID nineteen affected? Uh, him personally, along with his, you know, along with his, uh, you know, his family life, and how is he, uh, in, how is he coping? So, <clears throat> with that in mind, welcome, Mark, to A for Able, your very first episode of A for Able. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Kyle. How are you doing, man? You know, I can't complain, bro. Um, like I said, you and I, we've known each other for a long time. You know, we've helped each other out on many, many occasions, many projects, and you know, things that, you know, usually are fun, right? Yes, usually and, are fun. Many, many movies, man. So Exactly. Right? And from one brother to another, I think this quarantine is driving you crazy. Um, Honestly, you're, you'd, be, you'd be right, man. Like, I may not be going through cabin fever. This has actually been, my, anxi- my anxiety has been on high alert, you know, for, you know, for weeks now. But... How do you well first well first off explain to explain to um our listeners what is it that you what is it that you do? Well, I work I work for uh, Ace Distributing out in Plainville, Connecticut. I've been there for two years. I'm a short haul truck driver and a warehouse manager. Awesome, and you've been there for uh, you've been there for two years. And what are the what are the products you usually uh, ship? Uh, liquor. We are liquor distribution, liquor, wine. Some uh, imported beers, but mostly liquor and wine. Hmm. All right, and it seems it seems like you know, based on how you've talked about them before, you in, you enjoy your work. Yes, for the most part, I do. All right. Um. So you've been at this for you've been at this for two years. How is it? You know, like how is a normal day? Let's let's walk walk through. Give give us a little a little uh, idea of what a normal day is like in this in in this field. Well, we're a mom and pop company. We're not like a mega carrier like uh, Star or Rescom and Barnum, where you know they have crews that work nights, mm-hmm. and then and the, and then they got the delivery drivers. We don't have that. Our drivers are our warehouse crew. We make the deliveries. We come back. We we uh pull the orders for the next day, and that's how the cycle rolls on. Okay. All right. And um, since since uh, this uh, pandemic hit, has that changed your you know your workflow at all? We have gotten slower with the stores opening later and later. It's getting harder and harder to route to make our deliveries, and it's also harder for us to get product in because a lot of the yards are either closed or there's there's a big delay because they're low on manpower. So um, now, when, like when you say there's low on manpower, can you can you give us an idea of like how many we usually work with? 
there and my 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 job we there's uh four four in-state drivers two out-of-state drivers out in slash warehouse manager i'm one of the out-of-state drivers plus the warehouse manager and then i got another out-of-state driver mm. and that's where we're getting hit with the most because it's getting harder and harder for us to leave the state to pick up our product mm. now um speaking you know, speaking of like speaking of leaving the state we are actually days away from our state start opening again how do you you know how do you uh feel about that i know that you know not everybody agrees i personally think it's too soon but what's your but what's your take i say that it's stupid that they're gonna reopen as early as they're planning because then they're just they're just asking for more trouble it's bad enough we've got a dipshit for a fucking president but it's still too fucking early all right we're we're not over this yet and every time you look on the news or you read something in the paper the death toll keeps rising i don't see it falling yet you want to open the state because the rich motherfuckers want money in their fucking pockets they don't give a fuck about about us uh mid-class lower class workers mm. i I, I was telling you this before we started recording. It's getting harder and harder to know who to trust, uh, at, at, least, at least from my point of view, because I try my best not to look at, like, biased reports or anything like that to make my, to make my own decisions, right? But when I look at the way that this virus is, is behaving, right, I'm not. I'm. I'm not looking at the way the politicians are are deciding to handle this. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking about like, okay, how are the people telling us this? The you know the scientists and everything that we should be, you know, trusting. But then again, you have like, you know, but then you have people on the other on the other side who you know who just completely disregard the research and say, you know, what we're gonna do, what the heck we're gonna do. But then you also find out things like. There are some places way where they are messing with the numbers. Uh, as a matter of fact, I saw a uh, video a nurse in New York um, was basically saying how in uh, in the hospital she works at, she witnessed people, um, you know, who were you know who were being tested for COVID, you know, acting like they're being tested for something else. They've done like different procedures. Next thing you know, they're like. Okay, uh, send them on their way. They're done. They're you know they're it's you know it's over for them. Or or in some or in some cases, um, and this is what has a lot of people discouraged about this about this whole thing. Um, they've seen people who have died of other means, but on their death certificate they put they died from from coronavirus COVID nineteen. Uh, so. You know, so while we know that this is something serious to be aware of and it is affecting people, as far as the death toll, I don't know what to trust there as far as the numbers go, you know? Well, it's the government. You can never trust the government to begin with. I have to. I mean, I have to, yeah. look at how they look at the, I mean, go, going back to the, the first stimulus package, how many, mm -hmm. how many people did they screw over? With, with the stimulus package because they were either claimed or they're homeless or they have no way of receiving the money. Yeah, when I when I when I saw when I saw that, even though I you know I'm not in that situation currently, it 
you know, it pissed me off. I'm like, how do you even put that in a, a how do you even put that in, in, in this policy? It, it, why, why would you, why would you even, every American that is in this country, whether they were claimed before, you know, claimed on somebody else's taxes or if they're homeless, you know, or so on and so on. Okay. The people need the money with everything closed. Foreclosures are at their highest. Evictions are at their highest. Mm. It, it's not right. We're, this government is supposed to be helping us. But we'll get, right. into, we'll, we'll get into the whole unemployment stuff later on down the road of this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So now I was, I was slightly con I was slightly confused because when you when you told me that you were work like it seemed like one one minute I'm at your house and you're telling me that you know you're tell you're telling me that like business was slow right and then next and then next thing you know uh the pandemic happened and then business picked up yeah. and I asked and I asked you why you think why you think that is because I was confused as to how you were like with with the stuff that you deliver how you were essential but can you explain that well business started booming because we have a product that's called uh spiritus it's a it's like a grain alcohol and mm -hmm. people were buying it by the pallet from us which was hard to keep in stock because they were using it to make their own hand sanitizer but oh. the reason that we're considered essential workers is because we're keeping and I hate to say this, the alcoholics out of the hospital. Because if they shut down the liquor stores and the liquor business, you're going to have more people dealing with, with going through the, those draws of the alcohol than you're going to have with COVID, and then it's going to spread to them. And then you're going to have a whole new fucking pandemic. So it's better to dance with the devil you know than the devil you don't. That's a good way to put it, but thinking about but thinking about it is scary. Like I like I've I you know, we we we've all seen, you know, we've all seen drunks or people go through, you know, through uh some sort of withdrawal, like surprisingly enough. But when I, you know, when I hear when I hear when I hear that, I'm like, so you're just gonna keep feeding the habit in order to keep them from having to take you know take a hospital bed huh okay I mean, if, you want, if you really want to look at it what's what's more important making sure that somebody who actually has the covid 19 get the bed get the medical treatment they need or see you go to some go go to a guy who's withdrawing from alcohol that could have actually been prevented and that bed could have been freed up and that's also a good question but what if and what what if they were actually diagnosed with COVID? Then they're gonna have a double trouble issue. Then, I mean, there's also been okay, like okay, like for 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 example, a few people in my family um, were not were diagnosed. Thankfully, at least I I, I think um, you know thank thank thankfully they've recovered since, but. It looks like they might have, you know, like like one of them, um, at least from 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 what I heard, was misdiagnosed. She was not 
She, she did not have COVID. She did have a respiratory problem, but it wasn't COVID-19. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, it's like, okay, either, either way, that's still, that's still something you got to watch out. You still got to watch out for, but it's also like, since we don't have the amount of testing kits we need, it feels, it feels like they're just, you know, they're, they're just sending people on their way. It's like, okay, if you don't, if, if you don't seem like you have symptoms, then, then here is here just stay you know just keep doing what you're originally what you're originally doing and just stay and then just stay in quarantine yeah you know and that's that that's something that that upset me but um but the so thing is, we, 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 we weren't prepared for it no oh no, we 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 definitely were not oh so have there been any have there been any cases of at and at all um where you work no thank thank the gods no there hasn't been any cases but in my uh job that i personally work at there hasn't been any cases oh okay so there hasn't been anybody like you know that you know called you called in um you know called in sick for for anything that you know of no okay thank you okay thank goodness all right yeah. And that's one thing to watch out for, too, because I'm, I'm hearing from, you know, I'm hearing through, through the grapevine. Some people are using this as a way to stay home, even if they're essential, like they'll they'll call out, you know, they'll call out and say, yeah, I was di- I diagnosed with COVID. I had to stay. I have to stay home. Right. Yeah. And part of, and part of me while I'm, you know, why I'm like only up slightly upset because they had to lie i can kind of understand the home part you know um i completely understand yeah um who wants to work work during this you know what i mean and put themselves at risk right nobody wants to do it but i have to make uh, sure i've got food and roof over my kids head and in their bellies right that's why i do Uh, what i have to do yeah, and, and much respect for that. Okay, so speaking of being, you know, speaking of being a, a a parent, like how are how is your family? How how has you know quarantine been on your family? How are how are they how are they dealing with this? They have their ups and downs with the whole new learning school learning and all that. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's new. It breaks you know it breaks their uh, routine that they're used to, but. Mm-hmm. You know, ups and downs. We take it with strides, and we keep going forward. Have you tried to help them with their schoolwork at all? The best I can whenever I'm home. <laughs> like, does it does it seem does it seem easy to you, or does it seem foreign? Very, very foreign. The way because the way it's being done. Yeah, the way it's being done, it's like I don't know what the fuck's going on. But you're trying. But you're trying your best, right? Yeah, my wife's got a better handle on it than I do. Mm. so what do you like so other than that like when you're with when you're with your your kids like do you do you guys just just hang just hang out normally like or what or what's been the what well, do you what really, do you like what do you do normally normally when i have when i'm home on the weekends with kids we usually go we would usually go out like to the park or something or you know hang out with the, the guys and the boys and their cousins and stuff 
Yeah. But lately, it's mostly just been staying home, watching TV, playing playing video games. Any particular game? No, uh, my wife and my two boys are switch heads, and I'm a stationer. Ah. <laughs> have you picked up any new? Uh, a, a lot of people. A lot of people actually have been have been uh, exploring different. Ho- you know, like different hobbies, or even you know, they've started different jobs working from you know working from home. Have you picked up anything, or started doing anything uh, you know different since quarantine? Have you picked up any new hobbies? Have you tried any new uh, any new avenue like revenue avenues? Uh, let's move on from that. Okay. All right. Um. So, like, as far as like you know, communicating with your friends and family, like, like you and I, we, we stay, we like, like, it's just like a regular, like a regular call for us. Cause even if we are not with each other, I got to make sure that you're, that you're good because you know, you're family, you know, and, and you, you, you know, you still call me and you and, and like, I'm your, your, what your wife and I are really good friends. So we make sure to, you know, let, our extended family know that everything is good. Everything is cool. Um, but what do you like, as far as, as far as, um, like, you know, when this whole thing is over, how do you think people are going to react? Do you think the, you know, do you think this new normal is going to stay the same or are, do you think we'll get back to where we were before? Or do you want to get back to where we were before? Where, where are you on that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever get back to the quote unquote normal normalcy that we had, or you know, we're gonna stay the course that we're at. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Time. If you had a choice, what would you rather happen? Doesn't matter to me as long as I'm able out there to, out there to work and support my family. Mm-hmm. I personally hope we learn from this. You know. Yeah, that, I don't think that'll happen. Hey, humans, you, 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 you know, we, we, we could both be right or wrong in this case. Yeah. So, so how do you, right, exactly, time will tell. So how do you, so how do you think, um, how do you, how do you think uh, the, tr- you know, the trucker community is being, is being viewed during this whole thing? Because you, because you brought something up to me uh, recently. and. You were right. Like I don't, I don't see as much. I don't see as mu- as much like support on you know, like online or on the news about you know for, for truckers. I I see it for you know I see it for your grocery workers. I see it for your doctors, your firemen, all that you know, all that stuff. But without truckers, we wouldn't have the supplies that we do, even if they are minimal. You know. Yeah. So and that, I, and honestly, that's what nobody understands. What I mean. What ticks me off the most is if I go down to the gas station, you know, put gas in my car, and they're offering free coffee to first responders and healthcare workers and active military, but where's the stuff for, like, the truckers, the grocery people? There's not nothing like that. So we're basically chopped liver. Though. We're out there just as much as the law enforcement, the EMS, and the healthcare workers. I okay? um, They have the precautions yeah. in their buildings. To prevent this for them, we in the trucking community, we don't have that luxury. We have to go out there. We have to go to these docks, pick up the supplies, go to 
you know, go out to the ocean docks if they're open. And we're exposed to everything. Even with the mask and the gloves, we're still exposed because for all we know, this the shit could latch onto your clothes. And we have no way to sanitize our clothes because you're mostly sleeping in your cab. And you don't know this. You don't know what product you're carrying on your trailer to begin with, if it's contaminated or not. So we're at the highest risk of it all. So wait a minute. Hold hold on. So there was no precautions taken for for the, for the trucker community at all. Like no, they, what, they shut down all the rest areas, and you have barely any areas that you can stop at to go. Like like there's not that many TAs or like getting connected. We have maybe two TA truck stops and a pilot. How are we going to be able to go through all those areas? You know, to shower, do our laundry and all that when we can't even get home in time to make sure we're home for our family and all that. And like you, okay, like you, you drive, you drive everywhere on around the state, right? And you go in and, you know, and you go and you're able to make, you're, you're able to make it home on time. Like what's the longest, what's the longest trip you ever made? Uh, longest one was uh, Philly. Philadelphia. So okay. So from where we live, from where we live, that's like a, l- a little less than four hours away, depending on traffic. It's an eight hour, eight eight to ten hour round trip. Right. So, but if say you were, you know, like going from from the from this state to something to to uh, to somewhere like you know like cross country or anything or anything like that, you know, there's no you know, there's no precautions taken. Like what? As far Nothing's as I know, changed? no. As far as I know, not really. How? Okay, I'm confused because y'all are you guys are the suppliers. You have you know you 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 make sure that you're you're they're carrying whatever you know like whatever the the packages are the the food the the food coming from different places stuff to supply the stores and in your case you know spirits and stuff which you know which are needed so why haven't i'm i'm very confused right now man i mean in my company i make sure all my workers are taken care of you know they have a bottle of hand sanitizer in their in their vans or their trucks you know making mm-hmm. sure they have their masks they have their gloves they have the proper ppe but I don't know about these mega carriers out there and all that. It's not fair to us. I mean, I know you're, a, you know, you work for a mom and for a mom and pop operation, but that shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't matter. Yeah. At least, at least not to me. You guys, you guys are still doing the same work, right? Regardless if you're working for a big company or not. And you're dealing with, you're dealing with things that you know a lot of to- a lot of times that we need to 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 live. So I don't understand why they're you know they're not taking better care of y'all. I don't know either. So I mean, I've I've been talking to a couple you know couple truckers at the rest stops, and the fact that they don't get that same recognition, you know, as your first responders and, and healthcare workers if, that we don't get that same respect. They're talking about going on strike. 
and just saying, fuck it all. Has there been any development on that at all? or? Well, that, that was earlier this week. I don't know, honestly. Uh, well, I, I, I hope that this can be resolved without doing that, especially because we're in a very risky, uh, you know, a, a, a very uh, risky uh, time right now. The, the, the environment is a lot more hectic than, you know, at least from where we live. Like we, we you know, we're, we're from, we're, we're from Connecticut and you have, and we're like right next to, like we're right next to New York really. So it's, so it's like, you know, some people there, you got some people out here who are, you know, who are taking the, the necessary precautions and others who don't care. We got, we got people getting arrested for, you know, for just, you know, for doing gatherings, you know? Yeah. So, but that, that is technically right now against the quarantine. No more yeah. gathering of five. Mm-hmm. You have to be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And you have to wear masks. And gloves. Yes. Like I I've been mostly in my home in my home studio and I have only gone outside to take out my trash for the most part. Like my like my family have come to visit, but they've stayed in their cars. You know, and just to make sure, like when my dad, when my dad um, ended up catching this, I was shook. That's what shook me, right? Like my 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 dad was my dad was vulnerable to this, and he ended up and he ended up catching it. My sister ended up being exposed, but they're both you know, but they're both okay. You might my, my mom who you know who works with people and the you know with their you know with their. Uh, uh, with their health and also with their hair, I was afraid, you know, I was afraid for her and I was, de- and I was definitely afraid for you because of other things. I'm not going to mention it, but you know, I was definitely yeah, afraid I've, for you. I've, I've, I've had my share of health scares, which puts me at risk, but. Yeah. So like, where do you like, as, as, as far as you and probably other people, you know, you're taking, you're taking a major risk, you know? Yeah, but we are. I'm, yeah. So, but I'm, I am so bad that you're, you know, you're still, you're still doing what you have, you're still doing what you have to do because you got to think of other people. But it's just like, man, you guys deserve more than what you're getting. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that because you know you're my brother. That's the truth. As as, as a hu- as a human being living, you know, living on this earth. You and and especially for what you do, you deserve more. So big ups to you know big ups to every essential worker out there, but also special one to the truckers because you you guys you guys seriously deserve more. Yeah. And then the other topic I also wanted to hit was you've got all us essential workers out there, right? Working our asses off. And then you've got people who have lost their jobs because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And this isn't, this isn't aimed toward them. This is aimed toward the people who weren't working to begin with, get, got on you know, our unemployment, and are making almost $1,200 a week in unemployment benefits while you got the families who have lost their jobs and the essential workers out there struggling 
with min- minimal pay. It, it, it's it's crazy, but we know that you know there are people out there that know how to work the system, you know, and something and and sometimes it's out of just sometimes it's out of greed, other times it's out of just straight up desperation. Is it right? No, but it also depends on on what side of you know what what side you're on, you know like what side you're on. Honestly, man, I don't know, man, because because if one because if one one thing that COVID nineteen has exposed is the is the way the country how like how how corrupt the country actually is, and we're getting more and more we're we're getting to know more and more of that every day. Like we we know for a fact that this that this country isn't isn't perfect, you know. Oh, I know. But the shadiness and everything going on, not with just politicians, but with people that, you know, that work, you know, that work certain jobs. It's just like, can, what, what, what do you, what do you, like, what do you, You're what do you your own pockets and taking care of the American people? Exactly. Exactly. And not even just the, and not even just the American people, like, you know, like people, this is, this is affecting everyone globally, you know? It's affecting the world. Yeah, we're all dealing with it in, you know, in certain different ways. But, you know, for those who I, I, I see, like when I see someone saying they're going to go out and protest this because it's not, you know, because it's not humane or it's unconstitutional. I'm like, I understand. It's your fucking I like, Exactly. I understand where you're coming from because isolation can be just as bad you know especially if you're you know if you have a you know like say you're you can't you can't handle it like the su- like suicides have been happening here you know and while i'm used to it like i you know i'm a 50 i'm a 50 50 extrovert introvert i can do i can do both but what's what's been killing me is not be, not like being afraid to go outside because of the potential risk. Like everyone's telling, you know, like everybody's telling me, look, as long as you're careful, you'll be okay. But I don't even want to take that chance. You know, and that's you, brother. And, you, and I respect you and, and love you for that. Right. And, and you, you have to, because this is your livelihood. Not on unemployment or any other kind of plan. This is your plan. Yeah. You I know? have to work. I've got to make sure my family's taken care of. And the gods have both have been great to me about me not getting it. So let me ask you something. If you could change this is being handled, what would you do? You want to know the honest truth? Yes. I would shut the country down for a year. Give give people money every month to live off of till this whole this whole pandemic ends. That's what I would do. That yeah. would be the smart thing to do. Okay, the only thing that should be open right now, honestly, are the hospitals. And the grocery stores should be shut, you know, work open, should be open for a limited amount of hours so you can get the essentials, essentials that you need. talking like like early you know early on when this started people were hoarding everything from toilet paper to hand sanitizer right yeah but somebody brought and somebody pointed this out to me they didn't see anybody like 
hoarding water. They they didn't they didn't they, they didn't see people getting like water and they've seen people get food. Yeah, certain foods, sure. But now you know everything is being like depleted. Like I go to I I I try to do my shopping every other week, right? And some of my essentials that are usually on my shopping list, I'm like, look, if I don't need it this week, I can wait. I, you know, I can wait, you know, as long as, as long as I have enough to sustain me, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need any extra, like, I don't need any extra snacks or anything right now. And you know how, how hard that is for me. (laughs) Yeah. I use a snackhead, man. Exactly. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm a skinny guy with a sweet tooth the size of Texas. So I, you know, it's, yeah, I know. The size of Brazil. Well, thanks. (laughs) Well, you've known me for you've known me for too long, so you're probably right. Um, but yeah, I you know now now they're saying that this might you know this might be a problem uh, come fall 2020. You know, and it's like they they are talk they're talking about another stimulus again, right? Yeah, and but I heard the same that- guidelines similar to the guidelines of the first one, which again is stupid. Hmm. Okay, they had another plan where everybody would receive two thousand dollars a month until this stuff, you know, until we were able to fix the economy. Right. And that would include the people that were screwed with the first check, you know, the ones that were claimed and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have gotten that. And the Treasury even wanted that one. But because, you know, we've got that fucking Cheeto-dusted wig wearer in the office who's worried about his businesses, his pockets, he don't give a fuck about this country. He's only doing what he has to do for himself and not the people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think I think honestly, no matter no no matter what happens in the next in the next few months, one one thing is for sure: we are never going to forget it. Nope, we're never we are we are we are, we are never going to forget it. We're going to be part of history, and this is why I I sincerely hope that we can all learn from this because this is not going to be the last time something like this happens. It may take no. it may take years. It may take decades it may take centuries but i hope that we can you know that we can you know that we can learn from this yeah um i got a question because, what's that oh go ahead oh, no 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 go ahead i'm sorry i cut you off what were you, what were yeah. you about to say be prepared for round two and it's going to be 10 times worse you think so yeah it's already happening to china yeah like when like early on when they tried to when like when they were lenient on the rules in you know in Hong Kong they um they, they had a they had a second wave of it and just recently now I don't know I don't know how true how truthful this is but Texas recently certain parts of Texas reopened right and they said the numbers went up there same thing with uh with I believe Florida right so once again, this is why I'm thinking uh, Connecticut. Yeah, we we gotta stay put, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's a funny question: What's the 
what's the uh, weirdest conspiracy theory you heard from all this? Oh, that this was all government made because it's targeting all the sickly, the old folk, and all the newborns. <laughs> I think the the still to still till this day, the one that started it all for me was people thinking that this the, that Corona beer would uh would cause corona it would cause you to get coronavirus drinking corona beer i think that's the that's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing i've ever heard um yeah and the second most r- ridiculous thing okay so there were there was a a kid okay remember when tom hanks and his family got it you know him and his wife okay so tom hanks um him and his wife got it and they were, you know, they were, they were, you know, staying, you know, they were staying put, they were quarantined. Their son was on social media telling them how, you know, telling people how they were, how they were doing. Uh, it seems like they're doing all right now. Don't know, you know, as far as the health, but there was this, this, um, this little boy, his name is Corona, right? And because of that, he was getting teased like constantly, right? So he wrote Tom Hanks. He wrote Tom Hanks and told him about, you know, told him about what's been going on and how he feels. And Tom Hanks wrote him back. Not only did he write him back, but he also gave him a, you know, gave him a gift to keep his spirits up. Kid likes to write. So he gave him one of his typewriters that he has in this collection. Right. And uh-huh. I'm, yeah, right. You know, and now, and now they're like pen pals. He's like, I hope you write to me again with this, with this typewriter. Right. And mm-hmm. every time I see, I, like when this when this started, every time I would see a a, a you know a article like a bad something something bad like some bad news, I would look at the uh you know I would look at what's going on in the world as for you know good news. Like, um, what do you think of how the environment is changing? You know, like you you've heard, I'm sure you've heard about the you know about animals coming back into the, you know, coming back to certain part, you know, certain parts of the environment and, you know, just things, you know, just things overall changing, like pollution going down. What's your, what's your take, what's your take on, uh, on that? Any, any good news that you've heard during this whole time? Honestly, not really. No, you haven't been paying attention to that? No. Like I said, I'm mostly just been focused on work and my, and my family. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, but that's, but that's, I think that's part of what's keeping me afloat is the, you know, is the good news, even though, you know, it doesn't seem to be as, you know, reported as, as much as the, you know, the bad is, at least it's out there. You know, there are positive changes. So. I mean, the only thing I heard was that the, that you could now start seeing the Himalayas from, I think, India or or somewhere around that area. And Mm -hmm. that you can uh, see in that the fishery turning to Venice. Right. Yeah. Fish and dolphins and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a very, and I've said this before, it's a fat, it's a, it's a very interesting, scary, but fascinating time. Right. Uh, The only thing that this virus hasn't done yet is bring the dead back. Oh, but there have been people making movies about it already. There's a... (laughs) Yeah. Somebody, somebody made a zombie film out of this already. Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I, I should see you. Yeah, I, I should send you a, a, a link since you're such a horror fan. Um, nah, that, but, that's more my brother than me for zombie-wise. I don't need to see every <laughs> zombie movie. Gotcha. Um, but I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep you too long because I know you gotta. You know you gotta get to bed. Um, but is there anything um, you would like to say to anyone going? You know that's going through going through this. Any other of your fellow, tr- you know, trucker brethren, or just just your, you know, just the people. And this is more or less toward the people. Keep your heads up. Listen to the quarantine. And keep trucking. On trucking. All right, bro. Well, uh, I really want to thank you for you know for joining us on on this episode of A for Able, and I hope that you definitely keep your head up and just keep me you know just keep me updated and just know that you know I'm with all essential workers, including the including the truckers. So and we appreciate that always man so just thank you again and big ups to you know everyone out there listening thank you uh, thank you so much for showing your support and um this has been a for abled i'm kyle eric and i'm saying uh have a good night and know you're not alone peace